the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KPRZ and KCBQ. I got that well one mixed done. up. Yeah, you did good. I managed to pull that one off. Uh, looks like it's going to be a very nice day again today. Starting to get light way early this morning. Yeah, it was. It's, or has been. Yes. Much much earlier than it was last week. It's incredible. Good morning. Since he said good morning, yeah, I've got good an morning. That part. Do you have the time change that we've had? Have you, Not yet. Have you no, evaluated? Where we're going to do it on the on the actual? Oh, solstice. you're going to wait. Yes. You're going to wait. Okay. Um, oh, that reminds me of something. But yes, I went down to let the chickens out this morning, and there was already light on the horizon. Yeah, there was light when I walked out on the driveway this morning. Didn't, I was kind of surprised. It was uh, beautiful out this morning. Crystal clear. The moon had gone down, and I think I must have been taken off of the notifications of the space station list because I'm pretty sure I saw it go by at 4:40 this morning. That could have just been and something I, else too. Yeah, but it, there's a lot of stuff up. I there. told you it made the same sound as I hear the space station yeah. makes when it goes yeah. by, and they're very <laughs> distinctive. Uh, no, I have no <laughs> comments for you today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was actually quite nice out. It was a a little cooler than it was in Palm Springs yesterday. Oh. We we went up we went up uh, Thursday afternoon because we have some friends that live in Palm Desert and they're moving back to North Carolina next week. So we went up to have dinner with them before they left, and uh, it was God. It was hot. It was we were driving to Palm Desert. It was a hundred and eight, and then yesterday morning we got up and. To drive back to San Diego, and we we left Palm Springs at ten o'clock, and it was a hundred and two at ten mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. Wow, it was. But it's a dry it was, heat. We, yeah. <laughs> it does, at this at that point, it doesn't really matter because uh, we we had talked. We were looking at things to do while we were up there, and uh, we were thinking, well, let's go. To, well, maybe we'll go to the Living Desert because I I haven't been there, but I've heard it's really neat. And it's, <laughs> No, I'm not going to go walk around. Probably not a good day for that. It not, is really neat out there. Not a good though. day, um, but it was a it was a fun trip. A nice quick trip up. Well, they've been talking about the heat and the heat wave, and it's going to build through the weekend or something. But it hasn't been bad west of the mountains. No, it, 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 it's, no, it's been warm, but it's I it's personally been, like it's it. Been, it's been yeah. yeah. Yesterday wasn't bad. No, no. At, at least some, in, there at least was some in good Poway, western it wasn't westerly bad at breezes all. too coming in. It was it was beautiful yesterday. And on the coast, it's been downright cold and overcast in some. Well, places. you know, drive. You mentioned it was gorgeous this morning. Clear. It was like that in Poway and PQ as I was driving this way. But as I approached the five on Miramar Road, the the marine layer was yeah, there. It's here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it a little bit cooler here. and damper. Yeah, definitely. Definitely so. Uh, let's see. Did what do we just put a damper on that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, let's see. Classes today, 9 o'clock in San Diego. It's Growing Healthy Soil with Randy Ritchie from Malibu Compost. And at 9.30, it's going to be all about composting with Steve Atkinson. Um, Tuesday is Flag Day, June 14th. So. If you are so flags. if you are so inclined, hang your uh, hang your flags on Tuesday. Uh, Saturday, June eighteenth is 
let's see, 9 o'clock in San Diego, it's uh, Succulent Containers with Alkaline of Botanic Wonders. And at 9.30, it's in Poway, it's Help Your Plumerias Thrive with Mike Atkinson, who is Steven's dad. Steven's dad. Right. Yeah. And Mike Mike has been doing plumerias for decades. I, I think it's he was the former lead of the uh, Southern California Plumeria Society. So oh, very okay. a wealth of knowledge. I drove past their house the other day. There's a lot of plumerias in the ground around that property. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where, where they live? They live by my folks. Oh, okay, okay. Um, both of the stores will be open on Sunday, June nineteenth, which is June. Juneteenth. The, I think this is the first. Is this the first year that I mean, it's so, recognized as a federal holiday? Yeah. It's also yeah. Father's Day. It's also Father's Day, and Monday, June twentieth, is also the substitute day for Juneteenth, which I believe is going to be the federally recognized holiday. And both stores will be open on that as well. Uh, Saturday, June twenty fifth, Fruit Tree Care with Charles Malky of Ivy Organics, and on nine thirty, it's a uh, Bonsai workshop, excuse me, bonsai workshop with Richard Wright. There is a $25 fee. Uh, plant and soil are provided. You must RSVP by that, calling that, the power store. Full. It is full. We filled oh, it already. We filled it. Okay. We are taking some. There are, there's a wait list, I there's think. There's a wait list that you're not paying for at this point, but if, the, if anyone drops out, we'll call the, the people in order. Yeah. Um, moving on into July already, um, there are no classes um, on. July 2nd, and July 4th is Independence Day, and both stores will be closed on Independence Day. Yes? I'm already off on Mondays. Yeah, I mean, I know. well, no, it's not fair. <laughs> oh. All right, yeah. I know. Tough break. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see, what's some stuff going on with the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation. If you want to keep track of the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation, they are the ones that... Um, that have the website that shows everything that's going on at the Casa del Prado on the weekends that is botanically related. Um, today and tomorrow, it's the Bromeliad Society show and sale. Then there's not much else going on through the rest of June. But in July, the uh, second and third uh, is the Dahlia Society show and sale, which Ooh. that should be that would be pretty interesting to go see. I was in the store yesterday. Wandering around at opening, and there's a gorgeous dahlia right outside of the doors out to bedding, and it was a yellow and red combo. It kind of reminded me of a strawberry banana something, the way it was peppermented. Mm-hmm. Peppermint strawberry banana? Okay, that makes no sense. But it was ahead. yellow and red <laughs> in different streaks, and it was really neat. I, I had to buy it yesterday, but I forgot to take it home. It is sitting right inside the front door with my, with a receipt taped to it. I hope it's still there when I get there yeah. this morning. Dahlias are they really are pretty spectacular from the from the dinner plates which are eight to ten inches across to I my favorite are the pom poms. Me too. They're they're just so absolutely perfect and symmetrical. I mean they're 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 beautiful. They they do catch your eye. I mean when we put them out front, you, when you're walking into the store, they are they're beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a neat plant. Do you guys want to? Put bets on how long I'll keep it alive, or just not. I'd, I'd say no because it's I'd not, it's it, not it, fair it, to you because it, we know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, it would be lucky to live through next weekend. Uh, let's see, the fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth is the Carnivorous Plant Society's show and sale. That would probably be very interesting as well. Carnivorous plants have really kind of gotten very popular over the past several years or so there's a lot of different stuff available it used to be the only thing we used to be able to get was venus venus flytraps now there's all kinds of stuff that is that comes through at different times a couple of years ago maybe a few years ago i bought three of them took them home and i brought distilled water i kept it alive for two years a a venus flytrap or no they were the little dwarf sundews okay we got them we had the little four inch pots out they were really neat looking. I mean, they were probably fully grown, less than the diameter of a dime, but they were really neat looking. Really? Yeah. They, when did we have those? I don't remember we those. We bought somebody's collection. It was a small oh. piece that somebody was selling to us, and oh. I thought I'd try it. But I did keep them alive for a couple uh, of almost weeks? two years. Well, our, our, oh, 
two years. Okay. They came out of dormancy twice. Oh. I mean, I thought I'd croaked them, but they were just went dormant. But oh. not this year. Their dormancy was permanent. At the Poway yeah. store, we have a couple of the Venus flytraps that are flowering again right now. They're they're in bloom, and we have one sundew that's about to flower. This is out in the carnivorous plant bog, the bog that you've been doing such track. a nice job with. Well, I've been just taking care of it, and I don't know how well a, jo- a good job I'm doing, but nonetheless, it looks good and they're blooming <laughs> you don't know if you're doing a good job but it looks good it looks good then i would say you're doing uh, a good not, job anyway. probably doing okay yeah but it's nice to see them blooming um if you would like to add a turtle or a tortoise to your menagerie at home the 22nd 23rd and 24th it's the uh, turtle and tortoise society show and sale in balboa park so you can go and Pick up a turtle for your yard. I, when a long time ago, my dad used to have um, legally he had um, desert tortoises. He had a couple of desert tortoises, and when he would go out in the backyard, he had a he had a cage for them, so they couldn't just wander off. But he would go out and he'd pick them up out of the cage and let them wander around. And he had one that would just follow him through the yard as he was doing yard work. It was it was pretty funny. And one time he was. One of his friends was over, and the turtle came, the tortoise came walking up to him, and um, my dad was actually barefoot, and uh, the uh, his friends said, Does, doesn't he bite? And my dad said, no, he never bites, and sure enough, the turtle walked over and chomped on his toe. So. Does your dog bite? <laughs> Not my dog. Uh, let's see, in the 29th, oh, that must be... Oh, this is yeah. This is July. Uh, the the turtle and turtle and tortoise show. This is is in July twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth. The twenty ninth, thirtieth, and thirty first is the uh, San Diego County Orchid Society uh, show summer show and sale. So, like we've said, that it's a smaller show, but different being at a different, time, different of time of the year, year. you're going to see a lot of different stuff that you don't normally see during during the big show. So that's what's uh, that's what's going on there. If uh, you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. Um, you know, we were talking about plumerias. We've, we've got a lot of plumerias in stock I, in Poway. I was surprised. I went out yesterday and looked, and uh, we've got everything from smaller plants up to um, some really nice 15-gallon plants. I didn't see anything in bloom yet. There, there uh, are a handful in bloom. Are there? Yeah, we actually, and we may have accidentally kept a couple – Ready for the to have for the class that are might uh, might we have perhaps, um, but and there's, there's we have cuttings too. We had yeah. a lot of cuttings available too, and the the cuttings were were actually quite reasonably priced. So, uh, if you're looking to add some plumerias to your collection, now would be a great time to do it. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break. There we go. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, the fair opened on Wednesday. Indeed it did. And I have not as, yet been. As close to a full-blown fair as we've had in a couple of years. Uh, I have not been yet either. I need to get some tickets to go. Um, I know you, where you can... You, I know you, 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 you have some. You, you might, you, have you a might be able to share supply with a you. couple. Um, but it, but for the general public, though, you have, you have to buy everything. On you, there's no walk up ticket sales. That's what they say. And they're, 
I, I don't get that. I don't either. I, I can read you what they say because I was to, looking do, at it. It says tell. this is at the County County the San Diego. The Saudi, Cass- I'm going to try that again. Take two. The San Diego County Fair. We've gone cashless, and it says to better serve the guests. And San Diego C- County Fair is moving to a cashless payment experience. Cashless cashless payments are safer and faster, and to avoid wait times at the gate and spend more time enjoying the fair. Okay. Question. Oh, oh I have a question. Um, when I was going to put the finishing touches on our display at the fair, they had the parking lot booths out that said $15. Is the parking cashless? To stay consistent, I'm just uh, curious. Greg. I'm reading this right here. Yes, sir. It says buy it. It has a buy the parking pass on their website. Oh, so maybe it is. It did say 15 This is bucks. on the parking page. It says we've gone cashless. Oh, it did not look wow. like that. Right. that- I just think that's going to... There are no transaction fees. The tickets are valid for the date selected only. No refunds or exchanges. Anyway, uh, it's <laughs> looked nice in the in the garden area. Um, yeah, it did. Um, and you know, and this is... Um, there was no flower show, flower and garden show last year for the abbreviated... For the drive-through. The abbreviated fair that they, that they did... Uh, so this is the first time in two years that there has been a flower and garden show. And I, I don't think there was quite as many participants as there normally is. But we were we were back, which continues our streak as the uh, longest exhibiting uh, as the longest exhibiting garden shower. Yeah. Longest exhibitor um, at the fair dating back to. 1937 for every year that there has been a fair which it was there was no fair from 1942 through 45 because of the war and then the last two years well there was no fair in 2020 and then there was an abbreviated fair last year but there was no garden show so so we are back and our streak is intact so it's all that matters yeah although we considered no 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 (laughs) Not on our watch. I am glad we're there. Yeah, no, it's, it came together nice. And we and we yeah. and we actually we actually won some some awards. We won the uh, Paul Leckie Junior Award and the co- and the uh, coordinator, the fair coordinator oh, or garden show it. coordinators award. Did and, I have it wrong? Well, I, I don't know. You're the, that's what you told me. So, well, just say it's. I we think it's those two. Do you guys, I know <laughs> it's the coordinators award. Do you guys have like a poster for Garden Talk Radio? there for your guys's uh no we don't we probably oh. should have okay. do you know where we could get one? <laughs> oh, plenty of well i can't say it on the air but yeah okay we can yeah. okay uh, if you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number we're going down to uh otai mesa where bob is waiting good morning bob how are you oh i'm fine i i have a eureka elementary it's about five years old and i notice from time to time some of the lemons fall off whether they're ripe or not and then when I went in there to pull a couple off, put my hand in it, it was a bunch of three or four lemons, and they just fell, just fell off. And I don't know what's causing the lemons to fall. It could be that they're. Would it dep- Do you know what kind of lemon you have? Eureka. Eureka. Oh, he said that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. It could be they're ripe and ready to come off. Um, they will only hold on the tree for so long, and it could be their time. And I would think drought stress would cause Stru- them to do I was going to say that. drought stress, needing some water might be the other cause. Well, no, I'm pretty good about watering them. Well, that and is, that doesn't that is a cause. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, how often do you water it? About uh, every two or three weeks. Well, with it having been as dry as it, as it has been, and warm, it may need a little bit more than that. Two to three weeks during the cooler months, and it has not been super crazy hot, um, is about right for, for Southern California. But it, it might need one to two weeks right now, and two to three weeks. If it gets a little bit stressed, the first thing it's going to do is drop the fruit. Yeah, my Meyer lemon tree is right next to it, and I water both of them at the same time. I've never seen... Uh, a lemon fall off the mire. Don't have an answer for you. I have lemons <laughs> fall off of my mire, but maybe you you must consume yours at a better rate than I do. Um, That's probably true. Yeah. Um, 
I, I would think, well, actually, the only thing I can think of would be drought stress that would, or or being or, ready. Right, yeah, they're, 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 they're time. Overripe. Those they're are the only two things that I can think of that would yep. cause it. Yeah, yeah. The Myers yeah, may not be ripe yet. Oh, some of them were, some of them aren't that fall off. I thought maybe it was an animal or something, but I, I jumping in here, but I guess not. I, if it is an animal, you usually see, see, yeah, see the, the teeth marks because yeah. rats will eat the just the zest and the pith off of the the lemons usually, and you'll see the the exposed the damage. Pith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that's the case right now. And another question on my milkweed plant: the aphids. Uh, I went out of line, and there's a lot of different remedies with garlic and vinegar. And I get uh, there's so many of them. Yeah, it, as far as if, with milkweed, I I would just I would let them go because anything that you try to spray on there to tr- to control the aphids may or may not have a detrimental effect on any um, caterpillars that are on there, especially younger ones. Um, it's it it's an unfortunate byproduct of it, but it does. At least, in as far as the plants that we have in the store, what it does show is that the that the plants have not been treated with anything that could be detrimental to the caterpillar. So, some I people think, will some people just take a damp paper towel and um, put yeah. it over the top and just gently squeeze it and pull it up to remove as many as they can. And yeah. other others will release ladybugs, which would would also oh help. ladybugs would ladybugs yep. ladybugs would help uh, without because they they won't go after the caterpillars they won't go right. after the caterpillars. So those but, are two yeah. solutions that may reduce it. It's not going to make it zero, but it'll help mitigate the uh, oleander aphids that are on there. Yeah, but any kind of any kind of spray that you come up with. Um, to put on them that that could be detrimental to the to the caterpillars as well so i i'd be very very cautious as far as that's concerned well that's another thing you got so many of them doesn't the aphids damage they suck out the leaves well they are gonna they are gonna suck out uh they are gonna suck out some of the some of the moisture from the from the plants but i haven't i've never seen an aphid infestation that has caused uh irreversible or it fatal damage. It doesn't seem to, to kill them. them. They, they tolerate it. it. Yeah, they, they, seem, they seem to tolerate it fairly well. It, I, I've seen far more damage from monarch caterpillars on milkweed than I have, um, than I have aphid infestation. Right. We, we had a customer this week return a, a milkweed because she bought it for the beautiful flowers, and then these caterpillars ate it all up. I heard that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We've had a few of those, too. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks, Bob. You have a great weekend. And goodbye. Take care. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Yeah, we had we had one um, Yeah, this week. Uh, just was not aware that the caterpillars were going to cause such a problem. Well, we, you and I, last year, we had that happen a couple times. At the yeah, counter. we did. Yeah. 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 Um, I haven't gotten – I haven't – I know we have a lot of – I know we had a lot of tropical milkweed available – uh, we have a lot the, of narrow leaf too. The yeah, California we, native, yeah, that, that, lots of that's them. been that's been in very good supply. And we had some true um, true Asclepias tuberosa available, which is it, it's actually it's actually a really nice looking plant. Uh, has kind of the foliage has almost got a velvety look to it. It's it's not not really glossy, um, but it, it's and it's a little more compact and a, yeah. a little bushier. Um, but all, all of them are available if you, uh, if you need to keep the uh, caterpillars fed in your yard, uh, which a lot of people do. I was going to say, we have a lot of folks that are very into raising the caterpillars. You know, we have people come in regularly and say, I need milkweed. I have, you know, 15 hungry caterpillars or I have 23 hungry caterpillars and they're just buying milkweed left and right. We had a, we had a customer in a couple days ago and she was having a problem with her her caterpillars were the caterpillars on her plants were turning black and we Laura and I were talking with her going over things and it 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 completely I had completely forgot about it when we were talking to her but it sound talking getting the information from her uh we determined that it was probably a technid 
the fly tech, that the gets fly, tech yeah. and flies mm-hmm. because everything everything else seemed fine but she had seen some small flies flying around the plants and so we we were thinking it must probably have, so might have been the tachnid flies that uh parasitized the caterpillars unfortunately so now you guys have been in this industry for a long time mm-hmm. and i like having the monarchs around too but it seems like monarchs are the primary uh butterfly and plant combination with the milkweed that people want in the yard when you can also bring in so many other like the, the swallowtails by having parsley dill and fennel or having the passiflora or citrus or citrus right. for the other swallowtail and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, passiflora for the Gulf fritillary. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you see people – I mean, I try to encourage people to get those other plants as well so they can bring in other, other butterflies. But what, why is it only the monarch that people really focus on? Because we're running out of monarchs. And we're not running out. And monarchs have better PR than the yeah, other they guys. Do have, the they other do have better butterflies. PR. Okay. They've that, that's hired actually a true. much better firm. Okay. That, that's, that's probably fair. the main thing. Yeah, we, we have a – we have a butterfly garden in the backyard that's in a raised planter that's next to the patio. And I planted it, I guess, probably about a year and a half or so ago. And it's got all kinds of stuff in it. It's most it's mostly salvias, um, some natives and some oh, what's the, mystic spires. Oh, yeah. Which is an outstanding plant. And, um, and some milkweeds in it. So we get we get a lot of different butterflies in. The monarchs typically go for the milkweeds, but that's you know that's the thing with a butterfly garden is there's a lot of stuff that you can plant uh, that will encourage butterflies to come into your yard and will help feed them and keep them prosperous, but they won't lay their eggs on them and destroy and destroy them because like the that passion vine that we have out in front of the nursery when it gets going as soon as the Gulf fritillaries find it it's destroyed yeah every year and it comes back. It comes, it gets destroyed. It comes yep. back, but it, 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 it gets wiped out. So Yes, I'm looking at you because it's taken so long to come back. I think you ought to replace it. But we had this conversation last year. It comes year, back we? all the time. It's coming back Kinda right like now, Kind of like in nature. Yeah. In nature. it's supposed to work. Yeah, I really actually, like the lantana that's out there, and the butterflies love it. Yeah, it looks it, – look, that planter out front looks, looks very nice right now. I, the uh, bougainvillea and agapanthus, I did not know, but – Swallowtails love that plant on our property. You go out and the swallowtails are always feeding on agapanthus and bougainvillea. That's interesting. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Hey, bougainvillea, that would have. Agapanthus, I could kind of see because it's got that kind of tubular <laughs> flower to it, but bougainvillea, that really surprises we, me because the flower a, doesn't amount to I much at all. I have them dancing on, and, and going to flower to flower on the um, bougainvillea on the front of the property. Interesting. Very interesting. Are you if, sure? I'm. I am sure that I've seen them going from flower okay. to flower. Yes, okay. I have photographs of it. I will share with you. Yes. Okay. Just checking. If you'd like to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, if you want to give us a call, 1-800, or sorry, 888-344-1170 is the number. Almost screwed that one up. Uh, let's see. We're going to go to the phones right now. We're going to go talk to Farmer Roy. Good morning, Roy. How are you? Very good. How are you guys doing? We are good. What is going on? We, before you well, tell us what's going on. Going on. Yeah, it was we getting... got a big of... <laughs> Go ahead. Hello. Go ahead, Roy. Um, yeah. We have a huge event today um, here at Cadence at Poway Gardens in Poway. It is um, to it's our longest day celebration. It's actually the longest day is the 21st, the summer solstice, but we got to jump on it. And uh, 
we're having a large event today to raise awareness and funds to help fight the, the horrible memory care diseases that our residents are are uh, up up against, such as Alzheimer's and dementia. So if you wanted to join our event, please come. It's at the end of the Monta Vista Road cul-de-sac, right off the Palmerado Road here in Poway. We have a farmer's market table set up with all fruits, fruits that I'm picking right now. And uh, we will have other tables set up to make lavender sachets with fresh lavender from our gardens and bouquet garnies from fresh herbs from the gardens. We'll have food and drink. We'll have uh, my intergenerational garden children and our seed to table program, and they will be bonding with our residents who will be entertained by a group uh, called the Reminiscence Gardeners from the San Diego Master Gardeners. And we'll have volunteers from our food bank gardens helping, helping at the various tables. And um, if anybody would like to donate to the Alzheimer's Association, you can go to our Facebook page, Cadence at Poway Gardens. And there's a link there to donate. Uh, anything is appreciated and um, should be a great day. It'd be a beautiful day today. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a wonderful day. And so you said, mo- so the stuff at the farmer's market is all stuff that you've grown at the gardens? That's correct. We got tomatoes and squash and peppers and cucumbers and citrus. We still have citrus, believe it or not. And, um, yeah, everything's fresh from the gardens, harvested daily. I still have my green bag from the Master Gardener program that I get to come and fill at your place. You still haven't told me when. You keep saying manana. Is there a reason? No, I, I answered that question. You are always welcome and bring with or without the bag. Ah, thank you, Roy, very much. Um, do you know how many more minutes of light we have coming up this next week than before I asked uh, well, George? Well, generally about like a minute and a half, so if we got 10 days left, about 15 minutes, and then, uh, yeah, and then on the 21st, it's the longest day so that we could shed light uh, on this uh, this disease. I don't know what it's to a, say. Yeah, that's a, a beautiful a, way of yeah, phrasing it. Yeah, that is a great way to phrase it. Well, hopefully we'll uh, have some people. And is it today and tomorrow or just today? No, it's just today, but you can feel free to donate again on our Facebook page. It's Cadence Poway Gardens. And uh, we'll be the Alzheimer's Association. Well, they'll always take your money, but <laughs> but uh, the longest day is the 21st. So we got 10 more days of doing things here to, to, uh, to help our residents. And what time is the program today what time is the is the open from 10 to 1 10 to 1 okay Okay. yeah so if you have the opportunity and you're in the area i would highly recommend going out and and checking it out uh roy grows probably the best tomatoes of anybody that i've ever ever met or had the pleasure of knowing on that on that that beautiful comment you'll get within a couple weeks I'll bring a couple boxes for your staff over there. <laughs> thank, thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Roy. Um, is, it's much appreciated. Is the community garden in in full array right now? Does it look great down there at the bottom of the driveway, down at the cul-de-sac? All, or? All, all year long, they're planting and harvesting. Their gardens look very similar to my gardens, and uh, they're harvesting the same things right now. And uh, to answer your question, yeah, it's in full swing right now. And the fruit trees they have, they're starting to pop, so that's good. Excellent. Well, Excellent. we're gonna. I'm gonna try and get up there today. Maybe take a long lunch or something. Well, you're, you're the second in command there. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I might hand him my green bag and have him come up there. It ain't my bag, man. <laughs> anything, anything you guys need, you know, I'm here for you. Ditto, I sir. Outstanding, it. Roy. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. You too. Okay. Take care, guys. Take care. Um, it's always nice out there. You know the trees I, and the you know, gardens, I, and I hate to say it, I have never been out there. Oh, I it's need gorgeous. to. I need to go out there. Yes, and take you a do, because I, 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 I can't believe how when he brings tomatoes in for the staff, I can't believe how many tomatoes he brings it, and that's got to be a yeah. tiny, yeah. tiny fraction of what he produces. What did he say? Like I think the 15, last time, we're, no, last time I think it was near twenty five thousand pounds. We should have asked, yeah. but I think per per year. 
things. It's it's amazing. We have him tentatively, tentatively scheduled for a class for autumn planting in late August for brassicas. So, so after this Should, this crop goes through, and he'll be he's, he'll be starting his you know broccoli and cabbages and stuff here shortly. Yeah, it won't be too long. I always like to kind of rib Roy. Uh, but he does such a neat job out there, and I, you should go out sometime and watch him with the kids and with the, uh, with their older comp- population there, and he really gives it his all. It it means a lot to him. Yeah, what it, he's doing out it, there. It's it's an outstanding program. Uh, if you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. I was wandering around through the store yesterday making some notes for the show today uh we've got some interesting patio trees in right now that one of them i've never seen before <clears throat> and it was a podrania patio oh, tree wow which podrania is it's a it's one of the trumpet one of the trumpet flowers it's queen, uh, it's the queen of sheba it's a. Uh, I was going to ask, it's what's the a, common name? I, I, now we they had a beautiful display of that up in at the Huntington Gardens, and so we I purchased some. We I special ordered some from our nursery and, and put some in. Because it's a, they're gorgeous. It's a it's a neat plant. It's it can't decide really if it's a vine or right if it's a, a shrub. shrub. Right. Um, but why Brian, do we have to label it? Can it just be just be what it is? Yes. Grow it but the way you want. Brian found some patio trees. Yeah. They're, okay. they're uh, grown as patio trees, and it. That's a really good looking patio it's a handsome tree, plant. and a patio it's probably one of the best looking ways of growing it that I've seen. I mean, because it because if if you try to grow it as a vine, it gets kind of kind of rangy and woody. Yes, yes. Uh, and woody. Yeah. But the patio trees are are really really nice. At the risk of soliciting Rose to call, she brought one down for my folks and put it in a, one of the planter beds outside their their bedroom. And it has done very, very well there. But it, if you let it go, it can require or, yeah. or want some space. But it's a beautiful plant. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good looking plant, and a really nice looking, really nice flower on it too. Uh, blooms very easily. There was also a. Did you see the Escalonia tree? Yeah, the Escalonia. I, I've got and that on my notes hibiscus. too. It was some of those are gone. There was a gentleman from Rancho Santa Fe that came in yesterday and filled up six or eight carts with with some help from. From Enzo, and uh, we're delivering them next week. But some of those patio trees, including a couple of beautiful hibiscus patio trees, uh, were in there. Yeah, hibiscus, uh, leptospermums, tacomas. Uh, we have some nice bay laurels, too. Um, I didn't see trees. those. Yeah, they're over under the um, teresia, uh, kind of next to the herb right section. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we're going to go out down to Chula Vista where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good morning, guys. Doing, doing well. What's up? Um, hey, uh, something came up on my smartphone here in the last week. It's it's a oriental psyllid uh, disease that's attacking citrus. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know much about it. It just came up, and it just kind of gave a description of it. And they said they found it in L.A. County, Orange County, San Bernardino, and now it's in North San Diego. And it, it, uh, it's typically the, the fruit starts as, as a green, small green lemon. And then it just drops off of the uh, tree. But they said that eventually it, it will kill the tree. And I just I haven't seen anything down here in Chula Vista. But uh, is there anything you can spray for that? Does does horticultural oil work on that? It, it will control the A- Asian, Asian citrus, citrus psyllid or ACP, which is the bug that spreads the citrus greening disease or Wong Long Bing yeah. HLB, yeah. Uh, right. which. Right has only been found or identified in North San Diego County, just south of Oceanside, or, or not south of Oceanside, up in Oceanside. Um, the bug is everywhere. The Asian citrus psyllid is everywhere in the county, and yes, it is incumbent upon homeowners to control the bug on their citrus, and horticultural oil will do a good job of that. There is the the um, systemic that you can use, too, to prevent to prevent infestation of it, um, it's a you mix it with water and pour and saturate the root system with it, and it's absorbed into the plant, and it will it'll protect the trees for I think is it eight I think it's eight months I think isn't it? It's, it's a, once a year. Yeah, so that 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 will work as well. And like David said, the this the psyllid is everywhere. Uh, it's not I wouldn't say it's super common, 
but it it its presence is is throughout the county but that doesn't mean that every time you have a psyllid infestation that it's carrying the HLB but you're better off controlling the psyllids so that you don't run the risk of getting HLB in in your plants because if you get HLB in your plants and you and you and it is it is fatal um and the ag department finds out about it then then it's a serious problem so what's the name of the systemic uh it's bio advanced citrus I, citrus and fruit i think i i think that is correct i, yeah. I can look it up real quick and say it after the break yeah yeah we need we need to take a quick break but george will figure that out and we'll uh we'll let you know so keep keep listening okay alan good thank you thank you again okay thanks a lot have a great weekend you too bye bye you're listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz we're going to be back with more with uh george's answer right after this Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, George, did you find an answer? Well, wait a second, I've been on the edge of my seat since we went into the break, and not just because my back is bothering me, but I've been waiting. <laughs> uh, you, you were very close. It's it's bio advanced. We knew that, but it's fruit, citrus, and vegetable insect control. Okay, wow, that's a big name. It is a systemic, so therefore, it's not organic. If you're an organic yeah. gardener, it's not gonna, going to uh, meet your needs. And it is so said to not. Across the stem fruit barrier. Right. Yeah. So it keeps it in the plant, protects the plant, but doesn't get into your fruit. And if, yeah. if you look it up on, on the BioAdvanced uh, webpage, they actually show you that it is one of the thing it one of the items it touts that it kills is in fact this uh, Asian citrus citrus psyllid. Yeah. But if you don't want to use that, use hort oil. Or any if, other. If you any, have, actually, if, any, if, it, if, it, if you have if the you infestation, have yeah. using hort oil isn't going to control it if you don't it's have it. It's not going to prevent it. You're no, right. it's not going to prevent it. But neem oil, insecticidal soap will also kill the the uh, psyllid as a soft-bodied insect. I got gotcha. you. So to your point is, you put that on there once a year, it will control the psyllid if and when it shows up. Whereas the other things we're talking about will only control it if it's once there. If it's, it's there, there, yeah, you um, have to time it. And speaking of citrus, the other thing that you should be watching out for this time of the year is Asian citrus. Or no, not Asian citrus. So we just talked about that. Citrus leaf miner. Right. Uh, you just is, wanted to save the Asian citrus. So yeah. one more time. One more time. For this, 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 is, uh, this is the time of year as the weather warms up where you and are going to start. Is now. You're going to start <laughs> seeing it. Uh, the controls for it, um, well, horticultural oil, if the, if the moths are there, will control those. Uh, but spinosad works very, very really well. well. Really well. Uh, but it typically goes after Can I new sit? foolage. What? Why? Will you ask me why the systemic, or I'm not systemic, why yeah, the Captain Jacks work so well? David, why don't you tell us? It's because it's translaminar. Yes. I could even spell that. No, you can't. I won't. <laughs> um, it penetrates the leaf. And Slightly, it will without being a systemic, without, without moving being, through the system yeah, of the right. plant, and it is it it is organic, and it works it works very well on works very well on the on the leaf miner, uh, and chewing insects does not work that well for or, or, or at all or at, all, it, it, yeah. at all for sucking insects like scale uh, aphids and whitefly, and probably one of the biggest one of the biggest insect problems with citrus is scale. I mean it it. It's insidious. It can infest the tree, and you won't even know it, other than the fact that your tree just doesn't do that well. Um, but you can control you can control scale you can control scale aphids and uh, whitefly with the horticultural oil. It does a very very good job, and it also is it also is organic. And you can you can spray the tree and then go back out while it's still wet and pick the fruit off of it. It it's uh, not going to cause you any problems at all. It's not it's not a poison. It it suffocates the insects. So, 
makes it. But but going to the um, the Spinosad or the Captain Jacks, which mm-hmm. works very well, and and as you said, it is organic, but it does have some restrictions. And depending on what crop you're using it on, you can only use it a certain number of times a year. In citrus cases, six times a year. Mm-hmm. It is moderately toxic to bees when it's wet, so you want to spray in the evening so you don't harm the bees while they're foraging. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know what? Last week we were talking about um, Satsuma satsuma tangerines blooming and i looked i happened to look this week and mine are blooming just so starting just start just starting it appears so the last time i looked was probably monday or tuesday and ours was not yet i looked yesterday as i was watering my containerized satsuma mandarin and it had put out the new growth but no flowers but i'm, I'm hopeful that uh, i don't remember who the caller was but i'm hopeful that his is starting to bloom his now is starting as well. to bloom now as well we are we did sell out of our first crop of Shiranui's, but we're working very on quickly. Getting, getting, yeah, we have some, we have some more citrus coming in. Uh, Hopefully some, next week. Some neat varieties, some interesting stuff. I saw we did. I don't know what we have left, but I know there was one at, on hold at customer service that was the uh, the parent Washington Naval, which was apparently uh, grafted from. Science from the original Washington Naval at UCR is that no the, or no, no the one in Washington D.C. Oh, Washington D.C. Right. Okay, which is brought from South America, I think. Where is it in Washington D.C.? Don't know. I was going to say how it have to how, be under glass. Well, it's certainly got, under glass. It's, yeah. it's got to be under under glass. I, I don't see how that could be otherwise. You know what? When you don't what when you don't see very often anymore, Robertson Naval. That is, correct. we used to sell a lot of Robertson Navals, which is. Robertson Naval is kind of like a Washington Naval, but it's smaller fruit born in clusters, clusters. rather than individually. So, but yeah, Derlins used to grow grow a lot of those. Okay, so we were talking about the when is the time for the citrus leaf miner, and I think we have a, a, a notable quote to help people remember when the time is for the citrus leaf miner. Oh, let's go. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Okay. And so that, every day we should be treating for citrus leaf miner. As needed. As needed. Okay. Yes. I, or, I, and one way you can tell if it's needed is you can put the traps out, the pheromone traps, and you can check the traps. And when you see the little, little teeny, black specks. The little teeny moths uh, invading your traps, you can uh, start to treat them. And then you can spray with the, with the spinosad. The traps by themselves do a a decent job of controlling it won't give you complete won't, control won't give you complete control but i started spraying early with captain jacks this year as my citrus started leafing out and so far i have no infestation on them as a matter of fact i brought home some more captain jacks yesterday and i'm gonna hit everything again this weekend i've been thinking about treating with the captain jacks <laughs> that i got last year and still haven't done it and i was thinking i planted my shiranui last week two weeks ago and it has a ton of new growth on it so what i will probably do is wait till it gets the citrus leaf miner to and, mess it up and, and, and then treat it instead of doing it now that's usually what i do but mm-hmm. uh, anyway but i but that time is every day that i think about that yeah uh, a couple other things that we got in that are looking really nice right now and th- one of the things i think is a somewhat underused uh landscape tree of actually can get pretty good size is the mesquites we've got some nice ones we've got some nice ones from uh monrovia in right now and i had a couple in my front yard and they were really really nice really really nice trees um but the their roots wreaked havoc on my irrigation system so kind, i ended up like the cactus section yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you need you need to you deep water them to uh, keep the root system under control. But as far as a fast growing, nice shade tree, they do drop some foliage in the winter time. But it's a beautiful well, tree. Yeah. We brought in those two big box trees to provide some shade over the cactus section, mm-hmm. and they have done really well. It's a beautiful tree. Most well, once of the, the root, year. once the roots got down to a water source, once they got through the pavement, yeah, once they got through <laughs> the pavement and got down to the water source, they they took off the one has just taken off and they're they look really really nice it's a really neat uh low to no water tree as as are the desert museums we have some of those in smaller sizes 
we had some 15 gallons out there that looked really nice as well. And the other one that I saw out there that looked really neat, which I hadn't seen for a while, was the cottonus, the red foliage. Oh, the euphorbia cotinifolia. Is that what? Yeah, it's euphorbia cotinifolia. Those are those are that's a really neat looking tree um, real, real quickly on today's classes yes reminder um in at nine o'clock in san diego it's malibu compost they're going to be teaching about growing healthy soil and in poway we have all about composting with steve atkinson you've been listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz i'm ken anderson along with david ross mark mahady and george allman we'll be back next week with another hour of garden talk have a great weekend everybody Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.